success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And man, we have a treat for you in our studio today. We have Raquel Vasayo. She is the number one best-selling author of Spiritual Seductress, the high-powered women's guide to devour the world through spiritual guidance. She's the preeminent spiritual advisor to female visionaries and leaders. She's an international speaker, mystic artist, and feminine leadership trendsetter. Struck by a car in 2008, Raquel's near-death experience elicited a spiritual awakening. She quit her successful career as a New York City architect and embarked on her work as an elite spiritual advisor. She began working with major corporations, helping employees and CEOs radically amplify their creativity, innovation, and commitment to a greater vision. Through that work, she found her true calling as an elite mentor to powerhouse visionary women who are ready to catapult to the next level of success. Raquel has a rare gift to rapidly unblock subconscious and energetic patterns. She is a master catalyst for profound spiritual fulfillment, unapologetic self-expression and reaching one's iconic work in the world. Welcome, Raquel. It's so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. I am so happy to be with you here today, Cami. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I'm just reading your bio and I'm thinking, wow, doesn't that feel great? That's you. That's the, that's what you're doing. That's the impact that you're making in the world. That is incredible. Almost overwhelming, isn't it? When you hear it from the other side. Yeah. You're like, she's talking about me. Yes, girl. I'm talking about you. Oh my gosh. So, so excited to have you here. What a pivotal time, a new year. Oh my gosh. I know everyone is looking forward to it. So let's just jump in. Let's tell our listeners, how did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? Ooh. Yeah, well, back in 2008, like you read in my bio, which did feel overwhelming when you read it the way you did. So um, it's interesting because I think sometimes we need to have the reminder of, of what we've accomplished. And, you know, it's never a straight line, which I know we will get into that today. And I could, actually, that's where we'll start right now, because in 2008, I was an architect working in New York City you know, living the life dream of an architect, working for these star architects, thinking I have it all together, all figured out. This is amazing, right? 
And then one day on my way home from work, I got run over by a car and I had a near-death experience. And basically I was put on a completely different path. Um, So, you know, this basically caused a major spiritual awakening. So my channels opened up, which basically what that means on a very simple level is I became clairvoyant. And I'm able to to channel information. And I thought, well, how do I use all this, right? So I started to, once I recovered from the accident, and I tried to go back to work, and I would sit in front of the computer thinking, what am I doing here? This doesn't make any sense to me anymore. And so I quit my job, and everybody thought I had gone completely crazy, right? Because I I could imagine, yeah. Yeah, They're I thinking, what, what happened? That accident but, took her out, right? She's losing her <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah. But it just it just didn't make any sense to me anymore. And this, this calling was so big because I had discovered a whole new world, basically. So I had to learn how to use these abilities. And then, of course, I had to learn how to run a business because I had never done that. So I started more in the healing arts and then that evolved to the work with the companies that you talked about, because I thought, well, I know corporate really well. And there's so much that I was missing when I worked in corporate. I felt unfulfilled, unappreciated, that I couldn't speak up as a woman. You know, I was working as an architect at that time was very white male dominated industry. And so I, I was playing small on so many different levels. And so being able to bring some of this work to corporate about how to manage your energy, how to connect to purpose, how to connect to vision, how to fully express yourself just felt like the natural transition for me. And it was a combination of yoga with workshops. It was a lot of different things that we were doing at the time that was just really, really exciting. Um, But then like you shared, I realized that while women connect to this on a really deep level for whatever reason it is. And I connect to women and I've always, since I was around about 13 years old, felt that women didn't have a voice and that we needed to be equal then to men. So the calling was just really clear to start working with women to show them what their purpose was, because that was one of my gifts. I would do a life purpose reading and they would get to see who they are and what their spiritual gifts are, not just their amazing expertise and get out of corporate and start their businesses. And then that took me to the next place. You know, I kept on growing and evolving because I kept on saying yes to the work that I'm doing today with visionaries and and leaders who have a, a, a ripple effect. And I'm able to help them, you know, get rid of what's they can't even see because it's subconscious so that they can really step into their iconic work, which is not just what they're really good at doing, but what they really came here to do so that they can leave their contribution, their legacy, and have a tremendous impact through their businesses, through their finances, and through how they show up in the world. That's amazing. So, and tell us what makes you invincible. Well, Cami, I call it the, I heard this once, I think somebody said the three D's, I think there's more than three. I've gone through divorce, debt, disease, near death, and I would call it disaster too. 
So that's why there's all these D's and they're major ones, you know, and it's near death. I've actually gone through it more a, a second time as well because I got really, really ill a couple of years ago. Um, and I kept on going no matter what you're being thrown, you know, or where you are, it's, no, I'm picking myself up. I came here because that is what I discovered in 2008. I came here with a purpose. I'm not just living life or letting life show up. I am designing my life. And no matter what happens, I am going to do that. I'm going to do my work in the world. I know my work is needed. And I keep on asking, show me the way, show me, show me what I'm supposed to do next. Even if I've been really ill, even if I've gone through a divorce, no matter what I've gone through that, you know, puts us in, in the shadow, makes us feel really vulnerable and makes us feel small and makes us feel really scared and can make us feel angry and hopeless and you name it. I've gone through all of those and That's it's amazing. still, I'm here on a purpose. So I yes. have to find the strength no matter where I find it. And I've, and there's different places where I've found that strength to keep on going. And now saying, I'm not willing to go through those major D's anymore to do my work here. I can learn my lessons with ease and grace now. I love that. So tell me this, uh, how long, what was the time span between the time you got into the accident uh, to like leaving corporate and doing this total shift? Like how much time span is there? Like it's 12 years to here, but yeah. yeah. how It it was actually pretty quick because I got run over by the car. It was June 11th, 2008. And I remember the date so clearly because I quit my job on, on Halloween. So October 31st. So that was just four months later. Okay. So it did happen really quickly. It happened really fast. Yeah. So this journey has been about a 12 year journey then. That's amazing. Yes. That I've been in this work with, you know, obviously iterations as I grow more is being shown about, about what I'm supposed to do here. I love it. And you know, the word that you keep saying is purpose, purpose, purpose. And I'm going to just give it right back to you. Let's talk about I, um, higher purpose, uh, iconic work, energetic activations, all those things that you're so passionate about that you use to impact the world today. Mm, yes. You know, it's, it's really interesting because my work did start out with those, um, with actually more with, with healing, right? know people would come for either physical healing or emotional healing or spiritual healing and I and I love that and it it was actually five years into this work um that I had something else happen I had a a cyst in my ovary and I was told I had to have surgery right away and it just so happened at the time that my OBGYN was my coaching client (laughs) and she knew I didn't do things the regular way so I said okay how much time do you give me? And she said, okay, I'll give you three months to do whatever it is that you do. <laughs> and so I started meditating very heavily for a month. And a month into it, I got a really clear message about what the cyst was. I knew my body was giving me a message. And the message was, you are here to show women what their purpose is and help them step into it. It was, it was that clear. 
because I was dancing around doing many other things that people were seeing great results with, but this was like, no, this is, we're lasering you into what this is. And I was like, wow, okay. So then I really focused on these life purpose readings and I realized that the women that I was working with at the time who were in corporate at high positions, they, you know, they were working what's called a zone of excellence. I don't know if you've read The Big Leap or the listeners are familiar with that, with that book. You know, there's incompetence, which I'm sure very few of us are in that zone. Then there's competence. Okay, you're good at zone of excellence. Like you really mastered something, right? Became really good at something. But then there's the big difference between the zone of excellence and your zone of genius. And it requires a lot of inner work to actually step into the zone of genius. And especially in the last few years, and I've noticed it a lot in this past year, 2020, you know, because it's been such an interesting year of introspection of, you know, looking at what our values are and not just our values, but what do we want to be remembered for, right? When you're at the end of this lifetime, what do you want to be remembered for? And in my work, I started to realize that when you activate, so we all come with spiritual gifts. And it's really important to know that a lot of souls put their hand up to come here at this time. And not all souls were chosen, So if you're listening to this right now, it is so important, no matter what you're going through, to remember that you were chosen to come here, which means that only you can do what you do the way that you do it. So even if somebody somebody else is doing something similar, they will not do it in the unique way that you do it. And we need you to step into the gifts that you have. So it's this marrying of your zone of excellence and you know, mastery that you've acquired so far with, you know, all your training and all the jobs and maybe the companies that you've run with these spiritual gifts that are wanting to be activated right now. I can't teach a master's degree in how to channel or how to connect to your intuition. I mean, I've developed a lot of different protocols for that now, but that's something that really needs to be activated and turned on. And when you marry the spiritual gifts with the expertise, that's when you can really tap into this zone of genius. And it's like, oh my goodness, you get to play now. It's shifting from work to play and seeing how everything that you're doing has an immense, immense impact. And so that's why I shifted the work from purpose to higher purpose and iconic work, because there's a big difference. I love that. I love that. So, so what would you say to our listeners? You know, we're in a new year. We're, you know, we're looking back, we're looking forward with hope. And what would you say to them around purpose? You know, if they're kind of in that fuzzy place right now, not sure, you know, should I still do what I've been doing? Is there something else I could be doing? You know, is this really what I'm in alignment with? What do you have some tips around that? Yes. And I love that you said the word alignment because sometimes things that we've been aligned with before are no longer in alignment so and at this time of the year you know we're recording right before uh the beginning of the year and when this will you know it'll be released probably in the new year it's a great time to be asking these questions 
because your higher self, your soul actually knows the answer to this. So I love giving the exercise of journaling and it's journaling with the part of you that has more wisdom, that has more knowing. And some listeners might resonate with higher self. Maybe it's your soul. Maybe actually, maybe it's the universe, you know, source, whatever word that really resonates with you. And you can actually have this dialogue where the way I would do it would be HS for higher self. And then just, you know, R for Raquel. So I would ask the question, um, am I living my highest purpose right now? And I'll get a yes or no. And if it's a no, it's like, oh, so please show me. What am I supposed to be doing next? And maybe you won't get an answer right away. And if you don't, you can ask a different question or you can keep on asking the same question for a few days in a row. And another question that elicits this that I love is you can just ask yourself or again, ask your higher self, where do I love to play? What are the things that I'm already doing that maybe are not directly, no, they don't look like they're giving me an ROI, financial or otherwise right now. But what are those things that either I love to play in and maybe I've not given myself enough time because we've all been really busy, even though we've had a lot more time, but it's all relative. Or maybe what is something that I've been like so curious about exploring and I haven't given myself permission to either make the financial energy or time investment to actually explore this. And I've been seeing a lot of clients saying, I just love my spiritual practices. You know, I love meditating in the morning and journaling and pulling out my Oracle cards and all these things that seem kind of frivolous. But when I do it, I feel so connected. My day is aligned. I do in two hours what I tried to do the whole last week I didn't accomplish. So what are those things that you've been like really wanting to play with? Or again, explore, learn about. Maybe there's a course. All those things will start to give you information about your purpose, about how to get into alignment. And this is another great one is use joy as your compass. Because that will show you directly if you're in alignment with your purpose and what you're meant to do or not. And maybe, you know, if you're already running a business, it doesn't mean that you're changing your business or changing your business model. For some women, it is. Right now, they've been called to do a complete right sharp turn and move into something else because the calling is so big, kind of like, you know, my story. But for some, it's like, no, it's more about, wait, I've been spending a lot of time in this area, which is not what lights me up and not where my gifts are. I need to delegate all this so that I can be playing over here and spending most of my time over here because that is my gift. That is where I excel. And that's where I bring everybody up that that's, you know, part of this mission, purpose, whatever it is that, that you're doing. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love everything you said, but the thing that just lit me up was use joy as your compass. I am constantly saying like, do the things that bring you joy, right? And, and find what brings you joy and just do more of those things. So this is beautiful and I love it. And oh my gosh, what great advice. Use joy as your compass. Oh, Girl, that is so powerful. And you know what? What you said, actually, that it lit you up, that's another sign that you're in your joy. 
Because what you feel tapped in, you feel connected, and you feel lit up from inside, then you know you're right on track. Oh, that's amazing. And that I'm so glad you said that because that's another thing like people will say, like, you know, I know you were like, yeah, and you journal and you ask like, is this what I should be doing? And is this my higher purpose? And, and then you get a yes or a no. What does that look like? You know, like the, do the gods come down and they're like, yes, like in the wizard of Oz or, you know, like, how do you know what, what do people, what should people listen for? At that moment, like, yes. so yes. it's a great, it's a great, great question, because typically if you haven't done this exercise before, this is something to watch out for. What will typically show up, the mind chatter that will show up is I am making this up. The answers, right? It will, you will think you're making this up. But if you take a step back, the way you know the answers, because you feel it, it feels right. You know it to be true. So for so long, especially as women, we have been taught, we have been programmed to not speak our truth, to not fully reveal ourselves, to not be fully in our power, not be fully in our purpose, in our beauty, in our sexuality. The list is very long. And it is time for us to embrace all of our greatness. And part of our greatness is connecting to our intuition and knowing the truth. You know the truth. So for an instant, you knew that it was true in that moment that you felt it, you heard it, You wrote it down, and then you will notice that the mind chatter came in right after. And sometimes it takes a split second. So go back to the truth, and you go back. You can feel it in your heart. Show me the truth. I want to know the truth. And you will feel it, and you will know it. The more you practice it, you will know it. You will stop the doubting. Yeah. And that mind chatter is something else, isn't it? It can steal your joy, talk you out of your dreams. Right. That mind chatter is meant to take us down. And so you need to know what it is. And I am very, very, very familiar with the mind chatter. That's why I teach about it. And that's why I talk about it, because it has taken me down big time saying, no, you can't do this. No, you won't make money for this. No, your work is too esoteric, too woo-woo. People aren't ready. You name it. All, all of those voices. And you see it for what it's for. It's the subconscious. It's the ego. And it has only one job. To not rock the boat. Keep everything the same. Because it's a survival thing. We're, we're wired for survival. So anytime that there's change, especially when you're up to something really big, it will show up. And it's kind of like a gas mask. And it's like, whoop, it knocks you out. And you go into fear. So it's really important to know when you're feeling fear, when you're feeling contracted, when you're feeling lack, it is not of the light. It is not of joy. It's not what you came here to do. So pack it all in a really nice back package. You put it on the shelf and you say, thank you for showing me the fears. These do not belong to me. I'm going to focus my energy on my vision and what I came here to do. Oh my gosh. I love that. That could be a gift for somebody else, right? These don't belong to me. Oh, I love that. This has been so powerful. Okay. Let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Mm, Yes. The best place to find me is actually my private Facebook group because I love to connect with you 
on a one to one basis. Um, and I do a, a, a teaching every week there. So uh, we'd love to have you there. You, all you need to do is go to thesacredpowercircle.com and ask to join. There's incredible women there that are doing amazing things in the world. Um, and, and we get to talk a lot about a lot of things that we don't get to share anywhere else. Perfect. That's perfect. That's so great. Okay. Well, this has been awesome and such a treat to start a new year with this amazing uh, just word on purpose and just really getting getting to the nitty gritty of that and what it is that we really are in alignment for. I love that. Like when I think about that, I think, wow, like how much time do we waste wandering and like getting involved in things that we're really not here to do. And then Mm -hmm. we spend so much time, like trying to put that, you know, square peg in that round hole and it's never going to fit. And now, and then, and yet you come in and you're like journal and just ask and like, you'll know, and like, don't listen to the chatter. And that is such a simple, uh, you know, advice and simple, you know, way to, to just really zero in on that. So what a gift for 2021, right? And now a word from our sponsor, Christine Trumbull, founder of Coaching the Climb, understands the challenges of building a successful business. She's faced many of those challenges herself and helped hundreds of clients build successful businesses. With the launch of her new podcast, The Climb with Christine, you will hear the same advice she gives her clients, as well as conversations with experts in a variety of topics, including business, health, relaxation, mindset, kids, and fashion. Check it out on iTunes, The Climb with Christine, and be sure to subscribe, download, and give her a rating and review. Okay, so now it's time to do what we promise our listeners. You know, they see you and they hear your story today, but they look at you and you're successful and you're beautiful and you're making a huge impact in the world. And they can they compare themselves and they keep coming up short. And we tell them, stop comparing yourself, right? We're we're all here to do something different. And I love what you said about, you know, the souls raising their hands and coming here to do a job that only they can can do and no one else can do it like them. And that is the message that we want to bring to these women today that are comparing themselves to all of these people that are successful and confident and, you know, living in their purpose with passion and, and they're not there yet. Right. And so what we promise, we're going to let them behind the scenes. We're going to let them hear like what you went through, what you overcame on your way to to success and through this journey, because they don't know that. And so when they have a hard time or they're faced with a big obstacle, they tend to give up. They just give up on their dreams because that's easier than fighting, right? Whatever that giant is in front of us. So we're going to tell a few little stories. um, And I would love to start with the good. So could you share a story with our listeners about something good or great that you experienced along your journey to success? Yes. Um, So it was back in 2016. So I was already eight years into this work that I started receiving 
these images about using my body as art. And I thought, what does this have to do with my work? It seems completely unrelated. And I was, I was, you know, I've been, a, you know, I'm, obviously I'm a coach and I'm a huge fan of being coached and, you know, it, we just move way faster. So I, I was in a program with my mentor and I was telling him about these images. He's like, what is your problem? And I said, well, I don't want to do this. And he said, why not? And I said, because it's me using my body as art. And that feels really vulnerable to me. And it makes me extremely uncomfortable. And he said, well, you've already been run over by a car to be put on your purpose, on your path. You're, you just need to say yes. And you know that this is what you teach. But it was just such a big thing for me because it, it just brought up a lot about my sexuality, about what it is to be a woman, about, you know, being photographed, you name it, just a lot of things, right? So I, well, I, I need to work with another coach that will help me move through this because I knew I needed to move through it and I didn't have the tools on my own. So long story short, I did this first photo shoot and I secretly said to myself, oh, I'll do this bit. I'll do it for me. <laughs> yeah, right. That photo shoot turned into a solo show at an art gallery. My, I channeled, my whole book came up f f right after that. My business took off to a whole different level. And it wasn't just the financial impact. It was the, the type of clients that I was working with. Everything just seemed like, how can it get any better than this, basically? So my architect brain kicked in. I said, wait, hold on. Let's put the pause button here. What caused all this goodness, all these amazing things that I almost feel like I don't deserve? Like that, all that thought came up as well. And I realized that it was me saying yes to doing this art. That there were very five very clear steps that got me to this place. Something activated inside of me that allowed me to live a more empowered self-expressed life being all of me. And I realized that what was truly happening is I was being put through a training by saying yes to that. And that a body of teaching came through and that I needed to teach women that. And that has become the signature retreat that I do with women. Now it's a very intimate group where I take them through this very process. And it's women that have been to, you know, many retreats, coaching programs, you name it. And the, you know, what I get from all of them is the same thing. I've never been through something that makes me feel so powerful, so beautiful, and knowing what's next for me. So I think that's something good to share. And, and I remind myself, you know, when we get a message to say yes, no matter how uncomfortable it is, and getting help if we can't move through the discomfort on our own. Yes. And that, that was the door that opened for you that brought you the next greatest thing. That yes. is an amazing story. And yeah, I would be afraid of that too. I think most women would be like, what? <laughs> right. I think, yeah. So that is amazing. Good for you. And I, that's great that you knew to work through it. Cause I think a lot of people would just dismiss it, but you knew like, go find someone that can help me through this. And there you are on the other side. And that is amazing. Okay. Well, now we have to take a turn. We have to talk about the bad. So do you have a story for us? That's not so great. Maybe something bad that happened along your journey that you had to overcome. Yeah. Um, you know, like having financial setback, for example, I think as an entrepreneur, many people can relate to this. Um, you know, 
making investments in your business and thinking that they're not panning out and, you know, going into panic in a way or going into debt, whatever that is that can really feel like you made a terrible decision. And even though it felt really bad at the moment and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to go back and get a job. Like what kind of job would I get? There's not a job for me. right? So, but, but having, being in that space of this is not working out and feeling tremendous shame around it, feeling guilt, feeling, feeling lost in a way. And then I have to say that that's how it felt in the moment. But over the years, as it's panned out, I realized none of those were bad decisions. They were all um, learning step stepping stones for me to be where I'm at, for me to be smarter, for me to listen more to my intuition. Because if I go back to those decisions, I actually wasn't acting and deciding from my intuition that was coming more from a place of fear. Wow. So how did you keep yourself from like throwing in the towel and going and getting a job? How did you just persevere through that, that time, you know, where things were tight and money was hard to come by and you know, those things. Do you remember? Yes, I do remember very clearly. First of all, there's no job description to do what I do. So if in 2008, somebody had told me that I would be doing what I'm doing today, I would have thought they were completely crazy, right? I didn't even know this existed. And I knew because my work is about purpose, I said, there is no way. This is what always kept me going. If I had survived a near-death experience and I was put on my path because there's this purpose, then I must be creating this on some level. I'm creating this chaos, what looks like chaos. I'm the one who's creating this because this is not in alignment with this big shift that I've, that I've made. So show me what am I doing to create this? What, you know, what am I doing that's getting in the way of me experiencing what we're meant to experience, which is joy and goodness and abundance and, and, and love and all those things that we all want. And so I, that's what, what kept me going too. And, and it was revealed to me and because I continue to be very devoted to doing the work, to getting help when I can't see on my own, because we all have blind spots. So that, that's what kept, um, kept me going. That's fabulous. I love too that you're very consistent in uh, that you just kept going back to yourself, like and really digging deeper within yourself and your own intuition, not not out running around asking other people. I mean, we tend to do that and really, you know, and I I mentioned the Oz, right? Uh, but the truth is that everything we need is already within us, right? And that is the story of Oz, is that you know, we always have what we need, but we're always running running around trying to tap into these other sources. And we really do know best if we would just listen, but we don't trust ourselves. You know, we hear the message. And like you said, the chatter starts, it could talk us out of things. And so I love that you're just so consistent in going back to that place. That is so beautiful and such a great way to live because you are really building this, this trust with yourself, right? Like, and your own intuition. And that is a process on it, you know, of its own. I love that. 
All right. Well, we got to take a turn again. We're going now we're going for it all. We got to talk about ugly because there are women today that are face down on the ground and they need to hear from you um, about how you did it. So let's tell, let's tell them a little ugly story. Yeah. Um, so about two years after all that magnificence was happening in my life, I got really, really sick. And when I talk about really sick, it's, I had a complete body breakdown, meaning I, some days I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't walk my dog. So I had no energy. And then it started to get even worse where I had terrible brain inflammation. I couldn't even read or write. And I was going from doctor to doctor, trying to get answers, spending thousands of dollars from healer to healer. You know, I was trying Western medicine. I, I was, you know, I was trying it all. And I couldn't get to the bottom of this. And, you know, it really took me down because I couldn't work. I couldn't have a social life. I could barely take, I mean, the bare, bare minimum of just taking care of myself. And it was so bad that I no longer wanted to be here because I couldn't find why am I so ill? What is happening to me? And again, going back to the core message, if I'm here to do this work, why am I so ill? Why can't I even read and write? Which is the thing that I love to do most. And eventually I found out that what I had was very severe mercury poisoning from fillings. And that is only a $25 test. They're spending thousands of dollars on all these other tests. So, and I'm, I'm very sensitive to begin with. So my body was just severely poisoned in my, my brain as well. But the gift in all of that is that because I couldn't even be on the computer, I was basically unplugged from mass consciousness. And even though I went through the darkest of darkest nights of the soul, literally a suicidal face, because if I, if I'm going, because I said, Cammy, if I have to live like this, I do not want to continue living. I, I will not do this. Um, I still get teary when I talk about it. Um, but I kept on asking for guidance. I kept on, and then finally I found a functional doctor that found what, you know, what the problem was. But she said to me, you are so ill. We can't even do chelation. It will make you even weaker. You have to wait at least six months because my, my gut was destroyed also from the mercury. So I couldn't digest food. I mean, it was just a complete mess. And when I heard that, I said, there is no way I'm wait. I can't wait another six months. It's just, I, I will go crazy. I, I won't survive it. I just can't because it was mentally and emotionally, it, it was just too much for me to, to bear with. Everybody says I'm so strong. I guess I am. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to find another doctor. And I did find another doctor that said there is a way that we can start detoxing your body little by little. And I started gaining back my strength. And there was another gift in all of that. And because I couldn't read or write, and I'm such a creative and expressive person, I started painting. And I, had, I hadn't painted in 20 years, maybe. And I started painting sacred spiritual art that became activation pieces for people. People 
would see the art and start crying or something would transform in them. And it's funny because now some of my pieces are in that doctor's office and that artwork very much informs these retreats that I do with the women because now I get to combine and play with all the things. See, that's an example. It seemed like the, you know, me using my body as art was unrelated to my work. Me painting seemed frivolous when I started to get better and I'm like, you know, I need to get to work. I also really felt like I needed to paint and the more time I spend painting in the flow, everything else flows. So, yes, I've, I've, I've been through a lot and it just opens my heart more and more. And it humbles me more and more what we go through and what the gift is. If we can always see the gift, we just come out stronger and we're more loving and we're more compassionate and more giving not just to others, but also to ourselves. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. Wow. I, and I don't, I, I did not hear this story. So this is just a little bit mind blowing that it wasn't enough that you get hit by a car, but then you get this and, oh, wow. So there's so many things. So, um, so how, uh, how did you even, how did they know that's what it was? Cause I mean, we're all walking around with mercury fillings, right? So yeah. So how, like you, I know you said like you're, you couldn't think you couldn't write, like it was really affecting your brain. Um, and is that just some of the signs of that? That. And so I was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue, which traditional medicine, it's, it's kind of like an a big term because something is causing the adrenals to shut down basically. So your the level of exhaustion is just, I mean, some days I couldn't even hold the phone. I, you know, I also had fibromyalgia symptoms. Like I was achy all the time and you know, getting, like I said, getting a heavy metals test is $25. You won't get it at the regular doctor. You do need to go see a functional doctor to get that kind of test. But that test might save your life like it did for me. And some people are just more susceptible to that. Me being run over by a car actually makes, for whatever reason, it makes the body more susceptible to hold the toxins in instead of, you know, the natural release process that we have. Even though I truly believe everybody should get tested for heavy metals because mercury is in our food, it's in our water. And, you know, if you really want to live your best life, feeling great we do have to detox on many different levels you hear about regular detoxes well this is another one that you know more and more people are starting to hear about and I feel it's very important to share the message oh my gosh I agree a hundred percent well this has been so amazing to have you here today to share your story and just all of your brilliance with our listeners and I'm just so grateful. And I would love to, uh, just as we wrap up here, um, and speaking of grateful, I would love for you to share uh, that what is the one thing that you are most grateful for from 2020? Oh, I've had an incredible year of ups and downs and uh, so many people especially women, you know, I used to think that women were a threat. That's something else that we've been taught and that there's a competition. And now it's, it's, you know, I'm completely in the opposite space of that and the support and the love that I've had 
this past year has just blown my mind away by just the deep, deep love that I have in the relationships I have in my life right now and the intimacy, the level of intimacy and connection. I never had that before. And it's me that changed, me that has evolved over the year to allow myself to to receive that kind of um, gracious love and generosity. And I'm so grateful for that. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Raquel, for being here with us. And I just want to say to our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you are face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. You really can. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.